The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Jess Kelly is News Talk's technology correspondent. Good evening, Jess. Hey, Jono. So, just to clarify, Elon Musk said, "Don't come into the office." Mm-hmm. And he told people if you didn't like the uh, rather draconian uh, culture that he is after establishing then and he doesn't hear from you, he'll deem you to have resigned. Mm-hmm. And now he's saying he's in the building and would love people to come up to his office if they have any ideas about keeping the website online. Is, is that about the, the long and the short of it? That seems to be where we're at and absolutely 0% of it makes any sense. Uh, So just to bring people up to speed, because I'm sure everyone's heard snippets of this. Uh, So as you say, Elon Musk issued an email to staff uh, saying that, you know, Twitter 2.0 is on the way. But if you want to keep working here, you're going to have to be more hardcore. That means putting in the hours, going the extra mile. And if you're not okay with this, and if you don't click a yes at the end of this email, uh, we will take that as your resignation and you get three months severance pay and best of luck. Then what we've seen is a number of Twitter workers uh, taking to the platform to say that they've left the company. So a a memo went out today telling staff not to come into the building. We think it's because there's going to be a mass exodus of staff and they wanted to just keep the buildings protected. What's interesting, though, is that a lot of the Twitter staff, even those who have handed in their notice, have not been cut off as of yet or not in all instances. Uh, You may remember when the big letting go of staff was done three weeks ago now. Um, people were locked out of the system. That's not happened as of yet. Uh, but Elon Musk, I think, is bit by bit realizing he actually needs programmers and admins and human beings to keep this company running. I'd heard one figure that, you know, one of the Twitter insiders was saying that they, there could be up to as many, up to around 2,000 people leaving the company today. That's after them already letting 50% go. Now, we are facing in, I heard you earlier on talking about the World Cup, uh, we're facing into one of the busiest weekends in the world of sport. And we all know that people watch sport now whilst live tweeting what's going on. And if you remember the Euros and if you remember any of the big tournaments in recent years, you will see a big spike in usage of the platform, but also cyberbullying of the sports stars and we saw some horrific instances of racism for example on the platform uh, against the English team uh, in one of the last tournaments and so rather than being well equipped to deal with trolling and bullying and harassment on the platform and rather than being prepared to deal with a massive spike in users Elon Musk is now Mm. dealing with a platform that has nobody there to run it. Jess at the risk of sounding um, innocent has this lad got a rash or so to run any company based on the fact that he has gotten rid of virtually everybody who can help him in his problem and and is left now with a rump of individuals who clearly are as bad as he is? Well, what what some people are saying is that this is just Elon being Elon. And if you look at his other companies, he's been eccentric there, but always managed to succeed. Um, what I think is happening is and I don't fully understand it, he's paid $44 billion for this platform and he's now gutting the platform. Any in-depth interview that he's done, any sound bites that he's given, he's always talked about this AppX. So that's the app of everything. That's what he wants Twitter to become. What I don't get is why he didn't put his $44 billion into creating that new platform rather than buying something that, yes, it wasn't making money, but it was functioning fine. 
and completely gutting it and making thousands of people redundant or putting thousands mm. of people out of work in the, in the process. It's just bonkers. But but outside of that, um, if something goes wrong with Twitter this weekend, and let's face it, it's not beyond the realms of possibility. Websites go down all the time. Mm-hmm. If a server crashes, if there's a hack, if something happens, he doesn't have the physical people left to deal with it, which poses an existential threat to the thing that he just spent $44 billion on. Yeah, no, this none of this is good. And for those people who, who aren't on Twitter or on social media and are rolling their eyes to the skies going, lads, will you calm down? We need to remember and acknowledge and appreciate that Twitter isn't just a frivolous platform anymore. It's not just people, you know, talking about the match or showing pictures of their lunch. Serious business takes place on Twitter. Politicians are using it. News outlets are using it. And what we've seen with the changes that Musk have made is that it is becoming that, you know, sort of hell for leather pit, which he promised it wouldn't become. We're seeing more spam accounts, which he hated and he vowed to get rid of. We're seeing people misuse the blue tick that they're paying the right dollars for. They're creating parody accounts, but not saying they're parody accounts. We're having impersonations. The whole thing at the moment, it's a very difficult place to be. I have seen journalists retweeting accounts thinking that it's a legitimate source because it has the blue tick and because they have some sort of bio only to then tweet an apology a few minutes later because it turns out they've been duped by this account. So look, there's serious consequences to this. And I do think that it's going to get worse before it gets better. Mm. How much worse, I don't know. But I think this weekend, brace yourself for it to go off uh, offline at some stage. Yeah, I mean, we had portrayed him as a bit of a Bond-like villain. Uh, all he was missing was the white cat. Now mm. we get further into this, we're kind of sitting there going, how has this guy managed to get anywhere um, if, if this is the way he behaves towards fellow human beings who are there to support him? If he was a CEO with a board over him, he would be fired. There is no question about it. He has done that much damage to the base product that he's supposed to be protecting. But there is no one to rein him in. There was no one to say, Elon, uh, we could we appreciate what you've tried to do, but you are the equivalent of Liz, Liz Truss and your time here is up, albeit very prematurely. Is th- There's no one can stop the man. There is, but this is what I don't understand, Jonathan. There is in terms of there are governments around the world. He has not played by the rule book in terms of the law, in terms of employment law, in terms of a, a few different other things. You know, Biden was asked, uh, President Biden was asked a question last week about Elon Musk's involvement with uh, people in Saudi Arabia, for example. And Biden kind of just chuckled and said, oh, we can look into that. There's plenty of ways we can look into that. Why don't they look into it? Like, as I've said a second ago, this isn't just an insignificant platform shimmied over into a weird part of the internet. This is a mainstream platform that's being used by many, many people. We have sat through, or I have sat through, so many of these antitrust hearings where the US, uh, the politicians in the US try to look at the power that big tech has, who is in charge of these companies, and ask if they have too much influence. Surely the last three weeks alone has shown that the answer to that question is yes. Elon Musk is a CEO of multiple companies. He's involved in multiple companies. And I think that, you know, he has to be held to account. This, my fear is that this is going to be setting a precedent for other companies thinking they can treat people like this. And I just Mm. don't think it's something that we should allow and we should tolerate. I don't know what the answer is because you and I deleting our Twitter accounts 
Is that really going to make a difference? I think it has to be a political response. He has to be pulled in. Yeah. He has to answer questions and treat people like human beings. In the world that is constantly evolving and changing, um, this is a story for you next week. Live Nation, Twitter ma- twi- Ticketmasters oh, under investigation by the Justice Department and it all over Tay-Tay, all over Taylor Swift. We have no time to talk about this breaking news story, Jess Kelly, I'm sure. <laughs> it, it will feature at some stage in the week ahead. Jess Kelly, News Talks technology correspondent and presenter of Tech Talk. Thank you very much for joining us. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.